Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. All aboard! You're on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP 105 FM. The fan, along with Tom Newbauer, Dan Bush, John Lehman, and we got uh, Greg behind the uh, whatever those things are, and the microphone. Uh, welcome to the second hour, uh, listeners, and uh, everybody else who's here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You got something there? You bring No, no, you, go right, you okay, go right ahead. So yesterday <laughs> I had the opportunity uh, to go out to Wern Valley yeah. and participate in a, a fundraiser for the KM Kettle Moraine Lasers uh, Clay and Trap Shooting Team. Uh, as you know, Wayne Dean is the head coach, and he's called our show uh, at you know several times talking about their program out there. Uh, they finished uh, first in the state of Wisconsin um, this year, uh, third nationally. This is their second year, you know, with the team. Yeah, and they had over ninety participants, Tom. And their first year, they had about forty. So it doubled oh, wow. in size. Wow. And they got a lot of great kids involved in it. And, you know, so I was involved in their celebrity classic shooting. And I'll be honest with you, I've never shot clay before. Okay. Okay. And I got this shotgun that I bought a couple of years ago, and I managed to, you know, hit a pheasant or two and miss a whole lot more uh, the last couple of years. And, you know, I hadn't owned a sh- shotgun for almost 40 years when mm-hmm. I was in co- out of college and they needed the money, I, I, I sold my shotgun for half of what it was worth. So I got this Remington, Remington 760 pump and talked to Al Shook. Al said, well, put the improved cylinder in there and get some seven and a half whatever target loads. Well, when I went out there, man, they run a first-class operation. They handed me two boxes of shells, 25 in each, because yeah, yeah. you're going to shoot 50 times, right? at least 50. Right. Um. So they had us in groups of like five, I believe. There were like 16 groups. And our group uh, was myself and uh, five guys. I believe they work for Storage Systems, which is one of the sponsors. Um, and anyway, you start at one station and then everybody rotates. And I'll tell you what, the first time I went to shoot, I, I just, I had never done it before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the head guy, so I, I had to go first. 
So I couldn't get to at least watch a couple other guys, you know, yeah. miss first. So I had to go up and I, I missed. Boom, boom. Well, then you can do what's a mu- what's called a mulligan, where it's a fundraiser, right? Right. right. So it's kind of, a mulligan is like a do-over. Yeah. So like yeah. You, for five bucks, you can do a do-over. Okay. And uh, so I did a do-over and missed again two times. <laughs> but it took me till about the third station where I started to just kind of... Get the hang of it? Settle down. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? I was a little nervous because I'm like, I'm supposed to be the celebrity, right? I don't know how they figure that. But... You know, so I can't look like a total schmo out there. Like, I, you know, can't, you know. Now, if it, they would have given you a twenty-two rifle, you could have oh, popped those clay birds in here, no problem. Yeah. Or my thirty-old-six-seven-sixty <laughs> pump and a deer running yeah, through right. a marsh. You could have threw a yeah. You could have threw an axe at them yeah. and hit them. <laughs> but the shotgun, you know, and a, and a lot of it is obviously practice and so forth. But I I started buckling down, and uh, by about the fifth one. One of my, they, they had, you had to shoot two sets of two, right? Yeah, right. I shot, boom, boom, broke them. Yeah. And then, boom, boom, broke, you know, so I got like four in a row at one point, at one of the stations anyway. So then I felt really good, and then I went to the next station and missed four in a row. But <laughs> basically, I finished, it, 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 I, my goal was to hit about half of them. Yeah. And that's what I did. Oh, that's Yeah, good. not that's bad right. for the first time. I guess if you can hit not about half out of 50. So I wasn't the worst in our group. I wasn't the best. There was a couple guys that were really, really good. good. You could eh? tell they did it all the time. Yeah. And then the kids, when you have the kids do it, they are really some well-trained shooters. The 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 movement that I what I noticed, Tom, was their movement was just such. It didn't seem hardly. They were right tight to the barrel, and that barrel just quick moved to one, moved to another, and yeah. it didn't seem like they were swinging it around a right, lot. Right, right. It was just very concise, tight. Right. I mean, they were. Right in there on those clays. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. So here's what you could could do if you wanted to cheat. Let's say I shot twice and missed. I could pay a mulligan five bucks mm-hmm. and say instead of me try and do a redo. Have one of the kids and do it. put it under your name. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so I got to admit I did that once. I got so that two added to my score. I think I ended up with a 28 yeah. with the padded with the padded from the mulligan. But mm-hmm. uh, great time. Great event. And uh, let me borrow your glasses mm-hmm. real quick. I just want to give a real quick shout-out to it. they got a bunch of sponsors, and I think it's important to recognize these sponsors because they're helping something that's helping kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked to Wayne out there, and he said these are 90 students that, you know, a lot of students, and I get this with my weightlifting club that I do at my high school, is you will sometimes get a lot of kids that aren't involved in football, soccer. They're not traditionally involved in any other sports. And they're kind of slipping through the cracks and don't have anything to hang their hat on or mm-hmm. get involved with. Yeah. And this is a great chance for students that to get involved in something. Uh, so th- get this. The Wisconsin National Guard showed up and did the cooking afterwards. That's cool. And it was delicious. They got some good cooks there. Uh, also, real quick, I'll just run by Waukesha County Conservation Alliance, Sunset Bank, Graphic House, uh, Finn and Feather Sportsman's Club, Catalyst Construction, uh, PLM Paving and Concrete, Clover Hill Harvest, RKM, uh, SCI, Midwest Industries, uh, Gorilla Mill, of course, Warren Valley Sportsman's Club, which I think it's great that they're helping, uh, helping with that. Zorn Compressor and Equipment, Storage Systems, uh, Midwest Inc., RMEF, Sandler Certified Instructor, uh, and also, you know, the NRA, Friends of NRA, actually, Wayne was telling me, 
uh, also uh, donated, I don't know how many thousands to help them buy. Mm-hmm. The equipment and so forth. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So yeah, great event and a lot of met a lot of nice people out there. I talked to our friend Larry Smith. Oh, he uh, was there. Yeah, Larry was there, and uh, I talked to Larry, and we're gonna get in contact with him. And uh, he said he'll call, talk to us on the show anytime. So uh, we'll try and talk to him and see what's going on in his world in the that's upcoming good. week here. Yeah, did you see that show where he was fishing Lake Michigan with Brian Settley at night? <laughs> oh boy, they went out at night. I mean, they went out when the sun was going down and then stayed out all night, and they caught fish. And they were casting. They weren't trolling. They were casting. And they caught fish. Glow in the dark. It's a special type of uh, champ spoon. Yeah. It's a something new. It's a little bit wider than your normal champs, you know? Right. I think it was champs. Anyway, and it was a Cleo? Glow- no, no, it wasn't Cleo. I think it was- we no, used- Castmaster. Castmaster, yeah. yeah. But it was wider. Okay, it wasn't the normal type, okay. and and they were it was glow in the dark, and 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 they were pounding some d- darn nice fish at night. Yeah, we used to use the glow in the dark uh, Cleos and yeah. stuff off the piers yeah. years ago, and you'd put your flashlight you know, on it and yeah, charge it a little bit. Yeah, you know what's amazing there. though, Danny, is that they okay the people are using glow in the darks. Okay, I mean, but that doesn't look like anything that's swimming in the lake. In the lake, you know what I mean? I mean, right. why are these fish hitting this just because they can see it? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, unless you're down now, down in Illinois where they got that uh, nuclear power plant, you might see some glow in the dark stuff. Well, do you know what the J plug is, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Years yeah, ago, glow in the dark J plug. Well, I I never saw glow in the dark J plug, yeah. but they made and I got some at home. They made what was called the Grizzly plug, which was like a J plug knockoff, uh, but it was more of a clear kind of a plastic. Yeah. And you had like a glow stick. Oh yeah, in a sure. I remember tube those. That you, yeah. You'd break the stick yeah. and put it right inside. Because you wouldn't have to recharge grizzly, it. And it then you'd just... run the hooks yeah. through it. Right. Yeah. Right. I still have some of those. Let's go to the phones. We got a couple of callers. Who do you got first, there, Greg? We have Rob from New Berlin. All right. Uh, good morning, Rob. Uh, Ron from New Berlin. Yeah, this is Ron. Yeah, Ron. Hey, what's up? I don't up? know if you guys read the article last week, but there are. 3,000 high school students participating in trap shooting yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah, all and over the country won, they're doing it. One yeah. of them won third at the national. Yep, I did read that. Very yep. good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it down in Arkansas was the nationals? Uh, I can't remember. Well, yeah, it's someplace. Where well, that's the Cam Lasers I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. The fundraiser I was at, that was their team. They took third at nationals yeah. a couple weeks yeah. ago. That's awesome. Well, Thanks we for, need more of this. Yeah, that's you right. betcha. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, I believe there's over 100 teams statewide yeah. now. And uh, who else you got there, Greg? Ron from Sussex. Rob, oh, Rob from Sussex. Are, was, was, were you our winner, Rob? No, that was Rob from Slinger. Slinger. Okay. Good morning, Rob. <laughs> no, this is Ron. Oh, Ron. Oh. <laughs> and I was counting. No, this is that. our Ron via Tecaton Heidenreich. Okay. How you doing, guys? Uh, how you Good. doing, Ron? What's up, Good. Ron? Good. Ron, by the way, folks, is our advertising manager. If you're interested in advertising on the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show, all you got to go to is our website, which is uh, ceoguys.com. Ceoguys.com. There you go. Yes, Ron? Well, I just wanted to call in. Uh, I just came back from a, a Canadian trip. I was up up there for two weeks. Yeah. And the uh, not quite a full week, but the second part of the vacation, we stayed at Temple Bay Lodge, which was one of our advertisers this year. Mm-hmm. And it was just a phenomenal resort, just phenomenal. It was it was an American plan resort, so you know you got weighted on hand and foot. And I really can't say enough about it. The food was on a scale of one to ten, probably a solid eight, eight and a half. 
I thought you were going to say antenna. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not going to lie. It was, okay, it was yeah. Very, but it was very, very, very good, yes. Very, very good food. You had all you could eat. Uh, packed your bag, lunch for lunchtime, a great breakfast, a great supper. We had steak dinner two times mm-hmm. during the week. Now, and you said you they, you can't fish after dark up there? You cannot fish after dark. Uh, up, I think it was in the, in the late 90s. The guides up there figured out that you, you could just cream the big walleyes by trolling at night with crankbaits. So then they, I, my understanding is then they imposed where you had to use a lure larger than like seven or eight inches at night. And so they just started trolling musky crankbaits and creamed even bigger walleyes. Huh. So the, the walleye population was just about decimated. And one of the dock boys at the resort said, like, in 2002, 2003, a 13-inch walleye was a good one up there. Wow. So they, they closed night fishing completely. You have to be off the lake by 30 minutes after sunset, and you can't get on earlier than 30 minutes before sunrise. And the walleye population has just rebounded incredibly. Wow. Um, they were taking that many walleyes? Yeah. Wow. Way back it. when? Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, uh, what I was amazed at is that the bulk of the people that are going to Temple Bay Lodge are, are catching walleyes. Mm-hmm. And the, the walleye fishing is unbelievable up there right now. Mm-hmm. And 27, 28, 30-inch walleyes, a lot of them. Wow. But you went up there for the musky fishing. We went up there to fish for muskies. Mm-hmm. So we, we had a decent trip. Our best fish was 48 and a half inches. Um, but it was, it was interesting. I had fished Eagle Lake back in 1978 for the first time, and hadn't been back since then, so it was a real neat experience, uh, and it's a different type of fishing than I was used to in Canada. So, what's the guy's name? Great. What's the guy's name who calls us? I'm having a brain fart. Jeff. Jeff oh, Moreau. Yeah, Jeff Moreau. Yeah, Jeff. Did you was Jeff up there when you oh, were yeah, there? You yeah, bet. he's he's the manager. Um, the the resort is actually owned by a, a U.S. company, a Werner Electric, down here in Appleton, Wisconsin, owns oh. the resort. And Jeff is the manager, and uh, it's a, it's a first class operation, first class. Oh. Hey, let me ask you, Ron. No, you were there in '78, musky fishing, I'm sure back yep. then. Uh, did you happen to maybe have uh, a, a, an, a rock by an island where you saw a musky in 1978, and you went to that same spot and saw a musky <laughs> now? Actually, no. And and I on that trip, I saw one of the biggest muskies I ever saw in my life, and. Uh, we we probably got only as close as maybe seven or eight miles away from that spot this trip. So oh, well, you never even made it back there. Never made it back there. No, but now, dead but now anyway. the, the week before though, you were at another lake up in Canada, and you guys caught uh, the four. You caught how many muskies? Well, there was four four guys, two boats. We were on Lake of the Woods, and uh, by Wednesday we got there Saturday. By the end of Wednesday, we had twenty five with five fifties. Yeah, five over fifty. Wow. wow. That yeah. that's pretty pretty neat. So you had a, a fun two weeks, huh? We did. We did. We had a good yeah. time. Uh actually the weather was beautiful but we never had rain. We we never had clouds the whole time we were up there, so sometimes we likely had some weather come in, but uh we took what we had and, and uh, did the best with it. Yeah. And uh you didn't take your boat now this time, right? No, we took oh. my partner's boat. Oh, okay. You took his boat. That's good. You didn't want to get bouncing ears off of any rocks. Well, yeah. <laughs> his, his did you give him any gas money? money? Yeah, did you give him any gas money. <laughs> I gave him a couple pennies. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's there funny. wasn't too bad. Gas on the lakes was around five fifty a gallon, so you know, on the water, that's not too bad in Canada. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, listen, Ron, we got to get going. We got to go to a break. All right. And, and, okay. Talk to you later, Ron. Bye now. And should we take this real quick? No, we got to go to a break. Okay. Oh, the caller hung up. Well, yeah, he'll call back in a few minutes right after this break, Danny. All right. So, uh, Sounds but, good. Yeah, the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors is presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Get them now while you can. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Remember how I was joking last month about they should have my picture hanging at that Casa Grande hair salon Casa in Germantown? Grande hair salon. Yeah, I was joking about it. They should have my picture. Now, I, you even, couple, what do you mean? You weren't joking. You even uh, sent uh, them a picture. Now, wait a minute. I, I didn't send it yet. He, he, really, Heather, wants it. he really wants it. Heather John. over there said, yes, you can send me a picture. She says, but uh, I might have to end up putting it in the bathroom. And I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so uh, this is what I need you to do. Now, before I give her a picture and she ends up putting it in the bathroom, I need you to go to casagrandehair.com, get their phone number, and call her up and say, Heather, don't put Tom's picture in the bathroom. Now you could. You got to bother her. Send them the type of picture that the chicks hate. You without your shirt on, wearing sunglasses. Oh God, no! That that would make them or really a, crap a in the and bathroom. A, and a hat. And a hat. <laughs> no, no. She said. She says. She said she wanted a picture, but it had to be without a hat to show the wonderful haircut she gives me. Well, yeah, that makes. Sense. And well, that makes sense. And I and I do have one of me holding a nice pike without a hat on. You know, so, I mean, the, the, pike, the pike is nice. I don't know about me so much, but the pike is nice. So, anyway, but you got to go to casagrandehair.com and then get the phone number and call Heather and say, hey, come on, don't put Tom's picture in the bathroom. And that's Spe- about it. <laughs> Speaking of pike, um, earlier this summer especially, I was catching a ton of pike on Pewaukee, and I had gotten a whole bunch of them that had, like, missing patches of skin like a three by three. Oh yeah yeah and yeah. it looked like someone yeah, had cut it out that. and yeah. it was just like you just see Kinda the gross. red muscle yeah and then i got one that looked like it had a couple had had a couple patches and it was starting to kind of skim over like it was starting to heal and i did take pictures and sent it to ben uh yeah did he reply? our biologist yeah. dnr biologist and he forwarded it to some and uh it's some type of something, uh, esocid, uh, lymphosarcoma, something like something that. Like that yeah. Uh, esocid must be just esox that are yeah, whatever. right. But esocid. the sarcoma is some kind of cancer or something. It sounds like it, some but apparently, apparently, what happened? I've I read I, I I read about it. It like it 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 like ruptures, and and then after it ruptures, then it leaves that, and then it's so even though it was like all red and gross looking, missing mm-hmm. skin. It it was actually in the process of healing. Okay. And and the the biologist or specialist, whoever she was, because Ben forwarded her email back, said it wasn't anything over for concern. Over yeah, the and it's not harmful to humans. And I was worried. Like I I thought well maybe VHS, but it's yeah. not definitely not. not. I looked at pictures of VHS online. 
Speaking of VHS, I and Al Shook were talking about this. I think it was Al. That we sure, and John and I have talked about it, we sure panicked when VHS first hit the state. You know, every you know, well, it was found in Winnebago. I think the, and then, the DNR panicked more than anybody else. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, and and really, it hasn't been no, hasn't, hasn't been, been an issue. No, it hasn't. And I found out one thing about Northern Pikes this week because I was reading an article and I decided to try it. You know, you you've seen these uh, like uh, seismic minnows from Kalins, uh, these swim baits, okay? Okay. And uh, you put that on a jig. You got to use a wire leader because Northern Pike love them. On, you get on those deep weed line edges, northern pike love those swim jigs. Not swim jigs, I'm sorry, swim baits. Swim bait, seismic swim, minnow? Well, seismic minnow. There's a lot of them made by different companies, you know, and they got that little tail that goes so back and so forth. So it's like a crank, but it's got the half of it is no, the it's rubber, rubber it's all no, rubber. No, it's all rubber. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you can get them in uh, like three, four, five inch, Storm you know, six feet. Make some, yeah, they make big ones. There's a lot of companies that make these swim lures, you know, and they use a lot of big ones out in California yeah, for the big, big bass. bass yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you got to have pike a leader. Oh, pike love them. They love them, and they're so easy to use. They I just, mean, they are easy. I mean, you put uh, one of the long shank jigs on them, you know. Uh, you know, you just hook them up with a jig. You know, there's special jigs made, but you don't. You don't even need a special. I thought you got ones that already had hooks on them. No, no, they don't have hooks on them when you buy them. They're just big old plastics. They usually come uh, eight or ten to a bag, or six, eight, ten to a bag. And you were using them for bass, I'm guessing, but no, actually, I was using them for pike. Okay. Yeah, because I read it. You know, you know what's funny, Danny? Even though, let's say we we've been fishing a long time, you and me, right? Too long. We've been fishing a long time. And the thing is, is that we're always learning new things. Yep. All right. We're always learning. Nobody knows everything about fishing. If you meet somebody that says they know everything, you're either talking to Jesus Christ or you're talking to a liar because nobody knows everything about fishing. I mean, we learn stuff constantly, you know, right. all the time. So you had heard so about these. I read an article about it and I thought I'd try it. For Pike. It, for you Pike. Probably in, in Fisherman, I'm guessing you read no, it. No, no. Actually, it was in, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the magazine. Well, anyway, I can't remember what it was, but it does work. It definitely okay, works, but like I said, you gotta use a leader. You gotta yeah, use yeah. a leader because uh, if you don't use a leader, you're gonna get bit off. Okay, definitely without a doubt. Chomp, yeah. And then the other thing, well, I'll take. I got another hot lure for you too for bass and and walleye actually. Right. But who do you got on the line, Greg? We have Charles from the west side of Milwaukee who wants to announce a fishing event. All right. Hey, hey good morning, Charles. Hey. Hey. The working guy I know, man. <laughs> Yes. Hey, uh, this is Charles, you know, your world champion with the topwater lures. Oh, yes. Sure, sure. But uh, that's not what I want to talk about. Um, in September, we're having a really nice uh, fish decoy competition in lower Michigan. Yeah. And uh, I'm good this year. You know, it's just like when Charlie Watts threw his drums up in the air and caught it yeah hopefully i'm that good but harley reagan and brian Shellbetter and a bunch of guys will be participating um all you have to do is you know there's a number of ways to go on the computer but it's great lakes fish decoy association and it's not until like the first week of september i just don't have anything with me now i'm driving but You'll see a little bio history of the different 
carvers on there, and it's uh, uh, way, uh, way, way too cool just to give you the info now because there's numerous, numerous carvers on there, and, you know, it takes some time to go through the site. All right. Oh, well, you got it out Good there. Good luck with it. Yeah, call us back uh, when it gets closer and let us know how you do in that, Charles, okay? Sure. Yeah, I, we hope you take first yeah. place. Yeah, GLFDA or Great Lakes Fish Decoy Association, but it should come up in, you know, various forms of sure. that. So. Of course. All right. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Okay, bye right, now. Thank you. Yeah, and then just to let people know, if you want to give us a call here at the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, you can call us at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. And you can also email us live at, uh, and if I get to it or not, <laughs> at uh, ceoguys at yahoo.com. And right now we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do the Trading Post, which is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. So stay tuned for more. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And live from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. The Trading Post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago, where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell. You can give us a call at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 if you have something to, to sell or if you're looking for something to buy. But first, we're going to take a call from our Boulder Junction Connection. Dennis Royce of Rice Construction. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. How's the cutting edge outdoors this morning? Hey, we're doing fine. We got beautiful weather, clear blue skies. It's just a gorgeous day out. Well, it is. In fact, I'm sitting here at the restaurant having my last cup of coffee, and I'm going to head for the lake. And I got your hat on. I'm going to get it indoctrinated into a fishing hat. I, ho- I hope it brings you good. Yeah, rub a little minnow juice or nightcrawler juice or leech juice on it. <laughs> there you go. My wife would love that. Put some bait yeah. made on there. Yeah, put a little bait made on there. Bait there you go. On there too, yeah. <laughs> so how's well, everything going on up there fishing-wise? Fishing is good. Uh, uh, walleye's a little slow right now, but uh, the action will be picking up here in the next couple of weeks. Water temperature starting to cool off, so we'll, we'll get some good walleye fishing. Muskie fishing is is fair right now. Uh, the sky is blue and, the, and bright, and it's going to be tough fishing on clear water lakes up here. So, right, you got to go to the but, dark water lakes today. Yep, you got to go to the brackish lakes today, yep. and that's what we're going to do. So we're going to we're going to try it anyway, and we'll see what happens. So. Now, you know, uh, a lot of people when, before they go up north, they're wondering if they should take like Coleman insect repellent with them or something to keep the mosquito. What's the mosquito like? Mosquitoes and uh, ticks up there right by now, you? Right uh, now, the, the ticks aren't too bad right now, unless you go out in the woods. You know, if you just stop it around out in the woods and. And uh, you may get into those a yeah. little bit, but uh, they're, not, they're not too bad right now. The uh, mosquitoes at night and early in the morning are out. You do need mosquito repellent. Uh, yeah. And that only lasts for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and they kind of lighten up. But they, they do come out when she starts. the sun starts going down. Uh, 
you got to be ready for them. Yeah, you know, anything in the shade, that's where the mosquitoes are. If it's exactly. sunlight, you're okay. Of, yeah. We had a lot of rain this year, so uh, and, and that brings the water levels up on a lot of the lakes, and that's, that's a good thing. So, But it also but, provides breeding habitat for the mosquitoes. You've got that right. So. But uh, we're getting all geared up for muskie weekend. This, this coming weekend is the muskie uh, festival, and it's a three-day event. So that's uh, somebody's. That's on the 13th and 14th? or uh, 12th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Yeah, 12th, 13th, and 14th. So next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the big old musky festival. That's right, a three-day event. So somebody's coming up. Uh, there's a lot to do. And and uh, if you want, I'll give you a call in the morning. If I Maybe I can get some of the celebrities that are up here to be along. So. Well, you're a celebrity in your own right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. So. All right. Anyway, we'll give you guys a call and keep in touch. And, and like I say, the weather is ideal right now. So come on up. All Enjoy right. The, we'll talk to you. Country. All right, Dennis. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. That was Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection. Always gives us the nice reports from up north. Uh, Danny, you did you get any calls? You were selling something last week. Did you get any calls on it? Uh, no, they were supposed to email. Oh, emailed. They were supposed to email me, yeah, yeah. or email the yeah, CEO. So did I get any calls on that? Tom? You didn't get any emails okay. at ceoguys@yahoo.com. Now, what was it again? Well, there was a guy looking for a boat. Oh, that's right. Hey, you know, speaking of that, there's Vito. a guy. A couple. I'll, I'll bring his information again next week. And All right. A couple blocks away a from me. Time. A couple blocks away from me. There's a guy selling a boat. He's got a sign out there, but you know, it, it it's in a kind of a funky spot. He's got like a 14-foot aluminum boat with a, I think it's an older Evinrude on it or okay. John, an older Johnson on it, and with a trailer and everything. And I think he's asking like 1350 or something like that. And I, I got to stop by him one of these days and say, you know, if you called the Cutting Edge Outdoors and told people what you have, you probably sell it that day, you know, because a lot of people are looking for a smaller boat. Yep. Because I was just reading an article uh, Devil's Lake up uh, in the middle part of the state. Yep. Devil's Lake, that's a electric motor only lake. Mm-hmm. So you need something that's small that you can launch, but only just have an electric motor and tool around it. And there's a lot of lakes in Wisconsin like that. So these little 14-foot boats are perfect for those type of lakes, you know, with an electric motor on the back. They're perfect for that. So I'm going to stop by his house and... <laughs> And say, baby, yeah. you should call the show and we'll probably, you know, get that baby sold right away. How about your guitar? Well, yeah, you know, that's funny. I, I mean, I, I thought for sure somebody would call. It's a, I'm still selling, and it's cheap. It's only 400 bucks for the whole setup. It's a Fender Squire Stratocaster electric guitar. It's a Fender 25R amplifier, very loud, all kinds of knobs and dials and plug-ins and all that. All it's got a soft case, you know, brand new soft case for the guitar. All the cords and power cords and all that stuff, everything's in excellent condition. As a matter of fact, the guitar is like brand new. You know, I mean, it's it looks a, cool. Yeah, did you see that picture? And and it's now I'm thinking that some people might not want it like for their kids because it's got the it's a black body with the Miller Genuine Draft logo on it. Maybe that's why they don't want it for kids. But it, so what? You know. So what? It's really cool looking. It's a great logo, and uh, it's an awesome guitar, awesome amplifier, awesome case. I mean, it's and it's only four hundred bucks for a Fender Stratocaster, four hundred dollars with the amplifier and case. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. I like I said, I'm not trying to make anything on it. Just want to get what I got in it, you know, out of it. So that's all. 
So, although and, as a wise oh, man I, once told me, sometimes you got to take a loss. Yeah, sometimes. But oh, how do you get in touch with me? Well, you can email me at ceoguys at yahoo.com or you can call me at 414 940 8613. That's 940 8613. All right. And the trading post, and like I said, we'll keep the lines open if somebody wants to call. You know that they got something to sell or they're looking for something to buy. They can call us at seven nine nine twelve fifty anytime between now and like five two, you know five to eight. And the trading post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Go to Bucky'sMeats.com for more information because they do you know they do a lot more than just sell meats over there. They got seafood. They got barbecue sauces. They got spice rubs. They got you know, they do catering and all that stuff, and they got a lot of free samples. I like that. They got the free samples. All kinds you would of- like that, Greg. Free samples. You know? <laughs> all kinds of good stuff. You know, one time I went to Bucky's, you know, and I said, you know, uh, Dave, you know, you got these free samples out here. Uh, I don't see any, like, beef tenderloin samples. Can you cook one up in the back there somehow and <laughs> get some samples of beef tenderloin? They, brought uh, they didn't me- go for that. Last year before my fishing trip. <laughs> Up to Door County, they brought me a bunch of samples, and man, we yeah, shouted all week long. Yeah, those... yeah, good stuff, excellent stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, blah 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 blah. What do we got going on in the next segment? Anything interesting? Of course. Oh yes, got a new new lure to catch smallies, largemouth, and, and walleye. Also, I have a Lake Michigan story to relate. Okay, well, yeah. we'll do all of that. And I don't know if any more, but <laughs> at least all of that. Is it, is it time for our yeah, break Yeah, when we come time back. Time flies. Yeah, when we come back to the Baitmate Fish Attracting Studios here at 105.7 FM, The Fan. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with John Lehman, Danny Bush, and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. And Greg is on the board as usual. Hey, welcome back to the Baitmate Fish Attracting Studios. This is our last segment. If you want to get on board, it's uh, got any comments or questions or anything, uh, 414-799-1250. I promise, uh, before Bushy comes back with his Lake Michigan story, I got to tell you, uh, oh, by the way, when we were talking about the Northern Pike before, did you see that Larry Smith Outdoors segment when he was with Becky Smith and... uh, uh, Mike Smith from Dick Smith's Bait and Tackle over there on Highway 83 and 94. Uh, now, they're not a relation to Larry Smith, but uh, they were out with them. And I knew where they were fishing. They were they were catching a lot of northern pike and bluegills. They were on Nagawicka. And that's where I took those uh, swim lures to try it out. And sure enough, about a bunch of them there. Uh, but you just get to the deep weed line edges in certain areas and you catch a bunch of pike. Uh, not always big ones, that's for sure. A lot of smaller ones, you know, under the size limit. But, you know, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, but there is a another lure I had to try out. Uh, remember when Ron Johnson was in the studio? He's the bass pro from Arizona, formerly from right out here in southeastern Wisconsin. And uh, he was saying that he was fishing that big tournament up in Syracuse, New York. Greg, do you remember, remember that when he was talking about that? Yep. 
on Lake Oneida or something like that, and he came in eighth place against 200 of all the top pros in the, the country. So coming in eighth was really good. And he told me what he used, and I said, you know, I got to try that because we got a lot of smallies right here. Well, all it is is an eighth, I mean, excuse me, a quarter ounce black-on-black marabou jig. Black marabou, black jig with, he used, he he cut off about a three, four-inch piece of Senko. Uh, You know, it's one of those uh, uh, jerk uh, twitch baits, you know, wacky worms. He cut off a piece of black worm and stuck threaded that on there. Now, I was going through, I don't have any black chompers, but, you know, that's the salty sinker wacky worm. But I was looking through my old producto cases, and I was looking through there, and by golly, I had a whole bunch of four-inch ringworms, producto ringworms in black and dark grape. I had some little salamanders, you know, lizard-type baits that I just pinched off the heads and threaded them on. Well, I had four of these jigs. I bought them on eBay, <laughs> four of these jigs. And uh, and I the, the guy who made them, he, he, he put maybe a little bit too much marabou on them, John. You know, I had to trim a little yeah. bit off. Some of it was too much. One jig was perfect. The other ones had a little bit too much. Anyway, and uh, I put these four-inch black ringworms on and the dark grape and a little salamander. I got just ringworms this year. No, no, we don't. We don't have ringworms. Yeah, I got them Oh, on your butt. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it. But <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you, he's driving me nuts sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so what I did was I parked my boat in, well, my son's boat. I parked the boat in like six feet of water next to these drop-offs, okay? So I parked in six feet of water, casted the bait out, not real far because they're pretty good drop-offs, but casted the bait out, let it get to the bottom in like 25 feet of water, and then worked it up the drop-off. Not, what was the bottom? Uh, actually, some small sand grass, marl, you know, but mainly a, a small sand grass and 25 feet of water. Anyway, and I worked it up. Not only does it catch smallmouth bass, it catches walleyes too. <laughs> so that is a great little tip that I got from Ron Johnson, you know, to try that. And uh, I've always liked work, you know, staying in the shallow, casting out to the deep and working a bait like that up. Because if you cast, if you're out in the deep water, cast it up shell and work it down, when you lift that rod just a little bit, when it's coming down that drop, it makes a big, long drop, all right? So by staying in the shallow, you can work it up slowly, you know, inch by inch, every six inches or whatever, you know, you can work it up differently coming up the drop-off than down the drop-off. You know, that's something I, out of all of the things that, the, the tips that have been given out, you know, and I've tried them. And I'd have to say that a good seventy percent work. We should almost tell them, tell people that hey, try this. This oh, works. Oh yeah. I mean, the tips that we're giving just aren't. They tips. work. Yeah, they work. I mean, I don't, I don't tell somebody to try something unless I've tried it myself. Okay, right. and if it works for me, right. And it's you're not like, fishing in some pond that's no, loaded no. with ninety bass and no, nothing else. No, no, I'm fishing on lakes that everybody else is competing for the fish. And you know, the other thing too is is that, you know, when I used to do my segments on Outdoor Wisconsin, some people would, you know, say, oh, you didn't catch that many fish or they weren't that big and blah, blah, blah. You know what? That, they didn't get the segment, why, what it was about. My job on those segments was to show you what to use, how to use it, where structure-wise to use it, you know, 
how to use it, what to use, where to use it. I mean, that, that's the important stuff. And, and then actually catch a fish or two of what I was after to show you that it really works. So it was more on the educational shot side. And like I said, I if, if I'm telling you about a lure, that's because I use it and it works. If I'm telling you about a method or something, that's because I've done it and it works. Will it work for you? Maybe not all the time, just like for me and Danny. You know, it doesn't work all the time, you know, certain things. But it will work eventually. So, okay, now now can, you got a Lake Michigan story. Now, now I'll tell oh. you about something that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear any personal Fishing. problems over there. I got to stick with muskies on Pewaukee. Fishing on Lake <laughs> I Michigan. I thought it was Lake Michigan. Yeah. Got got my butt handed to me out there with Al Shook this week. Now here's the thing: all summer long, I'm always meaning to get out there, but then I'm busy, you know, doing other things and fishing in inland lakes and. Finally, I got motivated to get up at 3 in the morning and leave at 4 and get out there early. And uh, all, all summer long, I'd been hearing just a couple of weeks ago how fantastic they were doing out there. They're just hammering them. People are getting limits. They, guys quit fishing because they didn't have anybody to give salmon to. And I, I was hearing guys were just going out and, you know, 40, 50 feet, just going past the break while catching them in close. We had all those west winds, I guess, and we had all, all this cold water. Well, guess what? We don't have that cold water in close anymore. So we went out there. We went as far as 150 feet, and all we had was, you know, a couple little drive-by type hits. Mm -hmm. uh, I was watching a bunch of big boats working, and I didn't see a single net go into the water. When I went back to McKinley, a couple guys got off one big boat that had been working it hard. They had two fish. Wow. One, one nice salmon and then one dinker. And, uh, and then it was funny, Tom, at uh, about 11 o'clock as I'm winding in, um, I uh, have a downrigger down about 80 feet, and I pop the line off the downrigger, and I'm going to wind the spoon in as fast as I can. Now it's running on top of the water, uh, and I look back about, I don't know, 80 feet, and I'm like, I can't believe it, but it looks like there's a fish. There's like musky <laughs> fish, and there's a fish following that spoon as I'm racing it in. Is with the boat still in gear, yeah. me winding as fast as I can. And then I saw it actually nip it twice. It actually nipped it. Now, it was a decent-sized huh. trout or salmon. I couldn't tell what exactly it was. Uh, but it, it, if I hadn't seen it, those little nips, I never would have uh, I never would have thought I was getting a nip. I think, yeah. oh, the lure, the line kinked, the, yeah, or something weird happened. a weed or something. Whatever, yeah. something, Yeah. And it actually nipped, so they definitely were not feeding out there. We could mark fish on the locator, um, but they were scattered, and even the ones you marked couldn't get them to come on up. So uh, hmm. I'll get back out there again. In fact, I think the Brew City's going this weekend, isn't it? I don't know. They didn't call us and tell us, you know. They yeah. didn't email us and tell us. They usually do. I think I saw a, a post yeah. uh, by Captain Jason, Real Sensations Charters. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm about it this week so well maybe you got to do like larry smith did and go out when the sun's going down and come back when the sun's coming up <laughs> i think that i think that was when the good bite was going on right now yeah oh well well john looks a little tired this ah, morning ah, <laughs> ah, you're like an old man Remember, old man ah, ah, i'm just fine huh? old men go because they can't hear or just because you just woke them up yeah that's, or both. I, I think both. we just woke them up <laughs> <laughs> Your old grandpa sitting on the couch. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> you do that good. I do. Oh, I'm not an old man waking up on the couch yet, so I can't do the. 
the way yes. you're supposed to. Ah. I'm still a young guy climbing the roof and knocking on windows. Yeah, don't forget, go to uh, CasagrandeHair.com. Get that phone number. Call Heather. Tell her uh, don't put Tom's picture. Put him picture in the in, toilet. Don't put his picture in the bathroom. <laughs> All John? Right. All right. Hey, listeners, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, God bless. Stay free. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Talk to you all next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.